today I am joined by the amazing Hedi Shah. Every single week we will be bringing you our latest updates from netwomen.co and our community. We will also be chatting about stories we've found particularly newsworthy and giving our opinions on them. We will have a variety of speakers joining me each week from the Net Women community. And today, the amazing Hedy has joined me. Hello. Hey, I'm super happy to be here. <laughs> so excited to have you on this uh, podcast with us today. Um, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what is it that you do? I'm Hedy Shah and I'm a movement coach and I help people with injuries and chronic pain and support them along the way to move beyond pain through movement and mindfulness in a nutshell. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Um, tell us a little bit more about how you got to where you are today. Hmm. I am coming from a completely different background. Um, up until three years ago, four years ago, I was living, now it feels like a past life in a way. Um, I have my master's degree in urban design and urban planning. And I, I worked in that industry for a long time. And I always thought that's the path that I'm going to be taking. And I always been super focused, super career oriented. Until in 2016, like mm, every one of us, life started crumbling around me. Nothing seemed to be in the right place. I felt super unsatisfied with my relationship, my work, uh, how I felt. And I always felt like something was missing, but I just didn't know what. And I always been super passionate about movement and I had multiple injuries as a martial art athlete in the past. And, um, and I always took courses, I did a lot of workshops, but for me, because I just loved it so much. And I wanted to learn more, incorporate that into my routine and being, uh, improving my own performance. And I never thought I would do that as my job day in, day out, which is still like sometimes I have to pinch myself, <laughs> uh, believing that I'm actually doing this. And yeah, in 2016, towards the end of 2000, early 2016, everything started crumbling and I decided that I wanted to do something a little bit different. I went to Tony Robbins conference. It was one of those four day uh, Unleash the Power Within, I believe is the name. And um, it just rocked my world. I, like my reality has shifted so much. I started looking at things very differently. And for the first time, I felt like I know what I want to do. And um, I came back, I signed up for a personal training exam. And around the same time that I had my exam scheduled, I got laid off, laid off from my work, which was the timing of it was so ridiculous, like as if like it was planned out. And then, then 
after my, my, I did my exam the month later, I got introduced to this program that is called self-employment program that um, if people don't know, I'm from Vancouver, Canada. So they do offer some programs for people who are laid off. Like it's a government program and you can write a proposal to them and you get funding. And then I wrote, a, I wrote a proposal and I got funding and I was able to attend some entrepreneurial courses to be able to kickstart my business, which everything was just flowy. At the time I was doing a remote job still in, as a, in sort of planning industry. And yeah, so now here I am. Uh, initially I thought I wanted to help with help people with body image issues and eating disorder people who have a hard time losing weight or they don't enjoy the process uh, because I went through that myself and at the time I didn't know uh, what eating disorder meant and um, how no one talked about it back then and I wanted to bring that conversation forward more but then the path completely shifted along the way I started working more and more with people with injuries and um, then that has become my past. I had multiple injuries in the past and then I had concussion that opened up a new realm into nervous system and learning more about that. Um, and now I mainly work with people who are either been through injuries in the past and they still sort of suffer from it or they are going through it, but they've done their post rehab work. And yeah, that's the summary of the past couple of years. <laughs> that is so interesting um, what you do. I have never, I have to say, I've never come across a coach that specifically works with people who have had injuries um, and particularly on the movement side. Tell us a little bit more about what that might involve. Say if I had just had an injury, um, how do you work and, and what does it involve? Sure. In terms of when you have injuries, of course you have to go see your phys physicians or go through physio, whatever that is required right after the injury. And I normally see people post injury in a way, post rehab in a way. Um, so if they are released to do their workouts, still there are a lot of fear around moving, especially if it's, I find this more challenging for people who have older injuries. They've, they've been dealt with that achy feeling or pain for a long time. So the work I do has two parts to it, or maybe three parts. Um, the first part is more biomechanics. It's just basically movement pattern. So a lot of times injury happen because you're continuously doing the same thing in a pattern that is not necessarily suitable for your body. And that's not an efficient way of moving for your body. And then eventually you get injured. Let's say a lot of times you get knee pain and we focus on the knee itself while you've been doing that for a long time. The knee is not necessarily the issue. It might be your, pain, your hip or your ankle that is the cause of the issue. Normally, the way I explain my work is imagine a tree, and that's what we do. On the foundational level, which is your roots, we are looking at the cause of that injury, looking at the movement pattern. We do as much we can to minimize the pain 
um, through mindfulness practices, through movement, changing the movement pattern and giving, creating new neural pathways that allows you to move differently. And then we are coming into the truck of your tree, which is creating an alignment because a lot of times if you have imbalances in the body, it goes all the way up. It's not that if you have hip issues, it doesn't affect your shoulders. It's just like your whole body is being affected or programmed to move that way and being able to change that as a whole is just beautiful to watch and your body loves it because that's more comfortable that's more efficient your body uses less energy and um, you have less compensation in a way and then the branches are the icing on the cake let's say if i have a specific client with a specific goal of reaching certain outcome that's going to be the training part uh, which we are preparing you for that specific goal you have but a lot of times people who come to me the first two phase is where they're at they want to just be pain-free and be able to move better and then now the expectation of their bodies changes and then now they want to do more with it which is beautiful to watch. And then the second part is the nervous system. The first part was the biomechanics that I just explained. And then the second part, which is a big and crucial part of my work is understanding nervous system. That a lot of times you experience pain signals because your body is trying to protect you. So understanding nervous system is super important when we work with injuries because um, if we don't understand nervous system we constantly trigger nervous system so we're not making any progresses that's why we have to make sure that the body is in the safest environment you feel super safe you know exactly why you're doing this and what you're doing and that confidence that you have in doing it and being able to do it safely and not like and not wanting to push through that's one of the things that i always talk about it's like let's just replace that pushing mentality with exploring mentality when you create that shift it's just huge because we all think if i have pain i'm just going to push through that's the mentality around a lot of things even in life especially when it comes to movement i avoid using fitness um, as a word in my practice because i don't really think because fitness is completely when you think about fitness is getting a good kick in the butt and drop a sweat and just be dead after right so i that's why i completely avoid using the word fitness um because i want to change this culture around pushing through and instead listening to our bodies. When we learn to listen to our bodies, magic starts happening, healing starts happening. And you're giving your body the opportunity that you never give her or him to communicate with you and for you to understand what is exactly going on. Pushing through is coming up from the head and listening and exploring is coming up from the body and the nervous system and you start tuning in a lot more. And then the last part, a lot, like I involve a lot of my own intuition, which is by now it's educated intuition, I'd say, because I've been working with a lot of clients with injuries that um, I've come to trust my intuition and also trust that the body communicates 
I think these are the three um, big parts of what I do. That sounds amazing. I absolutely love what you said about being a tree. Um, and I like the analogy that you use there. And you mentioned the fact that, you know, this whole saying about no pain, no gain. And yeah, how many times have you heard that? And for me, I always find that's a difficult one for me to understand. Um, and you mentioned that as well, that it's not something that you believe in either. I think unfortunately we've been in this culture that like you really, basically you have to suffer in order to achieve something. And in, this might make, make sense logically, but I don't think our nervous system really understand that. It's more you're traumatizing yourself all the time and expecting a different result, which doesn't make sense, right? And it, this applies to business as well. Like we always feel like we have to suffer, we have to push through, and then what it happens, we shut down our intuition and what our body is trying to tell us, and we end up doing a lot of things that always gives us a reverse outcome, and it's far from what we always wanted. And I guess it's important to have these discussions because I see that with my clients, the transformation that happens with them. And they always tell me like, we've done this, we've done that, you know, but I've never got the result I wanted. While I truly believe that I'm so humbled to facilitate that reconnecting per se and seeing the magic that happens along the way, being able to really tune in and listening to your body and exploring your body's ability, I guarantee 100% of the time you have a higher um, or better outcome at the end of the day um, compared to when you're trying to push through. I like that. And that's what we are focusing on today, the fact that there is such toxicity around movement um, and there doesn't need to be. And we also touched on um, body positivity, Hedy. Tell me a little bit more about what that means to you or to our listeners. Oh, where do I start? <laughs> I think we, like, right now there are a lot of conversations happening around the diet culture and how toxic it is and how we're just taking the joy out of everything we do for our house. It's just because again, this is like, and remember like there are thousands of like thousands of dollars being invested in this industry to make you feel terrible about yourself and telling you how you're not good enough and you don't look good enough. So you can be sold all those shit. Right. Um, and you are going to be even further away from understanding how your body works and trust in your intuition, trust in your body's ability to heal you and to give you the support you need. And it always frustrates me when I hear like people, oh, like this magic pill, this um, like crazy diet. And it's just, we are all about quick fixes. You know, it's like, that's, that's so, so 
frustrating and then also not welcoming all body parts and i always see that like i could always record videos in an angle that you won't see the layers of my belly right it's it's so easy to do that and to deceive you that how what a perfect body i have and like one side of it is this and then the other side of it is basically just accepting where we are and who we are and be here right now. So I have a coach, she told me once about business. It's like, especially when you're starting business and you are not earning the income you want. She told me, if you're not finding peace in this place that you are in, you're not gonna find peace when you are a millionaire. You're still gonna have the same lack mentality moving forward and i think this applies to the whole like how we feel about our bodies if you're not able to accept your body right now where you are you're not going to accept your body you you are 100 percent going to find something fault with your body down the road even if you're 100 pounds um you know um lighter it's just not going to make any difference and and I think that right now with the type of work that I do, I basically don't really take on weight loss crime anymore. I only work with people who have injuries and they are wanting to make progress in that regard. And I find the same toxicity that we have around diet and how we eat what we eat applies to how we move our body and what we do in terms of training or exercise. And it's so crazy to see to ask people what if you don't exercise for a week what's going to happen what if you don't exercise for a month what's going to happen what is the worst that's going to come out of it a lot of times like i'm not gonna i don't want to come across as advocating for being lazy i have a completely different conversation here because a lot of times i it, it may come across as i'm advocating for being lazy and uh, that's not true it's like check in with yourself and seeing the reason you're doing this is for the right reasons and using and instead of making if you especially like i see this trend among people who have had body image issues or problem with food they they figured it out now they do a, a more flexible dieting type thing but they're super excessive with their workout because they believe if they don't work out then they gain the weight there are a lot of fear aspects into it again so now we're going one step further which is the type of people that i work with are people who have injuries and a lot of them are driven people they are the push through type they have that push through mentality and coming to me and I'm asking them to slow down and listen to their bodies. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? How can I do that? Right? It's just, first of all, like injury happens, not all out of nowhere. A lot of people believe that. It doesn't happen out of nowhere. Your body has been trying so hard to communicate with you, but you haven't been listening. And now you have something that you have to stop and pause and see what's actually going on with your body. And I think that period of getting people to accept that they're not able to do what they were able to do before and accept where they are right now.
and honor their bodies where they are right now. And that's where the beginning of the healing journey. Love that. Absolutely love that. I love the fact that you're talking about always checking in with yourself before you actually do any form of exercise or movement. Um, killing yourself every day to do a workout or to, for fitness or, or whatever it might be may not be, as Hedy says, doing you any good whatsoever. Um, and I think that we need to all become a little more self-aware and start noticing what our body is saying to us and really listening in to that, that voice, that feeling that you get on a day-to-day -day basis because that's going to change. It fluctuates. Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. And I think it's important to recognize the difference between movement and training. And I think a lot of times people confuse that. And I am super passionate about changing that dialogue around training. The meaning of training is you have a structured plan for a specific goal that you're working towards, whether it's weight loss, it's gaining muscle, it's reaching a certain maximum rep on a specific exercise. And then on the other side, movement is pretty much un unstructured so you don't have any structure you just take that opportunity to tune it into your body and move your body and seeing what feels good and it's less about the quantity and it's more about the quality and i always say it's an opportunity for you to connect to your breath and leave your head and come back down to your body i'm not saying it's easy a lot of times, even me, I've been practicing this for a long time. There are days I've been up in my head and it's much harder to come down to my body and move my body in ways that feels good, in ways that my body needs it. It's, it's going to be much easier to do a training structured plan because I know how to you know, push through my head rather than allowing my body to express itself. Again, there's nothing wrong with training. There is a place for training and there's a place for movement. Let's say when COVID happened, I told people, maybe this is not the best time for training purposes. Maybe you can look at it more from the movement standpoint. Maybe there are so much trauma going around in the world and there's so much shit happening. Maybe just be slightly easier on yourself. And even like the training standpoint, if you replace the training mentality of pushing through with exploring your body's capabilities, still it's a completely different way of doing your training and a different way of outcome. You may reach performance that you never reached before. Interesting. I love that. What message do you want to give to our listeners? Um, from your experience and, and your advice from today? Be kinder to yourself. And outcome is not necessarily going to come to you because you tortured along the way. And I think that's that's a wrong mentality to have both in training, in life, in business. 
it can be it can be smooth it can be flowy it can be simple it can be even easy but i say the easy in quotation because you still gotta show up for yourself you still gotta be there to create whatever that you want or move forward uh, but it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be painful it doesn't have to be pushing through yeah lovely and just as a quick question before we wrap up what martial arts because you mentioned martial arts what martial arts did you do i did karate for 10 years and i did competition stuff and i transitioned to kickboxing for a short period of time for like six seven months uh, because i wanted to make that transition i moved cities so i wasn't able to find the gym that i wanted to um so but then I quit everything altogether a long time ago. <laughs> but I always think of going back at some point. Yeah. Very disciplined sports, right? Mm-hmm. What do you love about them? Hmm. I've never done the research, but I say probably at the time they come to existence, there was a big mindfulness aspect to it before in the past, like ages ago. But right now we, of course, replaced it with the working hard mentality and pushing through mentality rather than, rather than being able to connect with our breath and being able to come down to our body and have bringing that elements of mindfulness. And I'm seeing more out there in the world that people start bringing all those elements together, making all those, um, you know, way of moving our bodies more whole, like they were initially. And I, and I think that's probably the part that I would love to see more of. Um, but certainly this, like being an athlete gave me that discipline to show up. But now the reasons that I'm showing up might be different. But as a kid, I showed up because I really enjoyed being there, right? So the movement and joy has been always like hand in hand for me. And that's why JUMP stands for Joy, Upliftment, Mindfulness and Performance. Because I feel like if you're not gonna enjoy the process, you're not gonna get anywhere. And I always tell my clients, like, let this journey be a joyful one. Let's just enjoy it. Let's have fun with it. And yeah. And there you have it. Always do something you love, people. Thank you so much, Hedy. Um, what amazing chat about movement and joy and checking in with yourself and tuning in um thank you and that's our episode done thank you so much everyone for listening to net women uncut we really appreciate your support do email us if you'd like to feature or if you just have any ideas at all at hello at netwomen.co 
that's co.uk. You can let us know what you think, leave a review, share and tweet us at NetWomenCo. And find us on Instagram and Facebook just by searching NetWomen. Also, head to our website for our latest blogs and updates at www.netwomen.co. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.